Welcome, everybody, to Off the Cuff. I am Adam Banks. Thank you for listening to another episode. A lot to update you on here. Uh, It is uh, the day before the 4th of July, so happy Independence Day to everyone. I'm sure that if I'm sure you got plans, I'm sure that you've got cookouts galore in your area. So, whatever you're doing, just be safe at whatever you're doing. Uh, I plan on going to Moorhead, spending it with some buddies from uh, my college days. Uh, looking forward to that. Going to have a good time. Uh, every time I see a Moorhead friend, it's always a pleasure because those guys were there with me through my college days, and those guys right there are the guys who went through the trenches with me. Um, they were there with me as I was growing up, so and I was there when they were growing up. So we kind of we know each other well, and we know each other pretty good. So it's always fun to get together with those guys. Uh, but happy Independence Day to everybody! Uh, I went to a big fireworks show. Uh, my friend here in Lexington, and my Lexington friends, they all were there, and it was just funny because when I pulled up to my friend's house, you know, my friend is twenty. 20- six years old and um you know i'm 29 so that's three years younger than he is than me and uh, he might be 27 26 27 but we're young enough to where we wouldn't just automatically expect there to be a lot of kids there because at our age sometimes you have kids sometimes you don't it's just up in the air well i went to his cookout i showed up at his house I immediately thought I was in the wrong house when I pulled up because there was about, and I'm not kidding you, about 35 children running around the yard. And I was like, there's no way that this is Jordan's. Do I have the right street address? I mean, I really looked on my GPS to make sure I was at his house, and I've been to his house before. But no, it was his house. The only thing is he just he works with people who are around our age, but they all had children. And I'm talking people who are not just 10, 15 years older than me. These are people my age and maybe five years younger than me had grown kids, nine, 10-year-old, 11-year-old kids running around the yard. And it just, it made me, you know, put things into perspective. Either I am really, really slow on this whole family thing or people are just having kids by mistake or people are just having kids... Because they choose to have kids at that young age. I I don't know. And to each their own. I don't judge nobody for their life decisions. And people shouldn't judge me for my life decisions. But I just can't imagine at 29 having a 9-year-old. I can't imagine at 29 having a 5-year-old. Now, having a newborn, that would be tough. I could probably handle that. At my age, at my career, where I'm at, I could probably handle a newborn. But a grown toddler, I don't know how they're doing it. I don't know how they did it when they were in their mid-20s. God bless them. If they did it on their own and they did it with minimal help from grandparents and things like that, you know, God bless them. But I kid you not, I was one of the – there were probably 65 people there. And there was maybe three of us who did not have kids. And I knew the other two that didn't. The pressure's on. Everybody was like, oh, Banks, you're the only one here without a kid. How does that make you feel? How does that make you feel? You know what? Screw you if you think that I care that everyone there has a kid and I don't. 
I could give a rat's ass because it does not make a bit of difference to me if I have a kid yet or if I don't. Like I said at the beginning of the show, you make your own decisions and I'll make mine. I won't judge you. You don't judge me. It's funny that people want to judge me for not having a kid, but they'll get really pissed if you judge them for having a kid. It's funny. It's funny. People with uh, kids always think that everyone's always ready for a kid. Have you, have you ever noticed that? You'll meet a person with a kid. You'll meet a young guy, young girl with a kid, and you ask them advice about having a kid, and they're always up for it. They're always telling you to go ahead and do it. Oh, it's the best decision you'll ever make. Oh, it's the best thing that ever happened to you. Yeah, I'm sure kids are great, and I'm sure they affect your life tremendously in such a great, positive way. But being a realist and being real, being 100 with you, sometimes it's not the best thing for you. You never know what you're going to get when you have a kid. You never know what kind of problems you could face once that kid comes out. You need to make sure that you have a kid with somebody that you want to have a kid with, first of all. If I wanted to have a kid, I could go out and do it right now. Literally, right now, hit stop on this podcast, go out, make a baby, come back to my house, wait nine months, pop out a kid. Uh, my, my wife or girlfriend, whoever, would pop out a kid. And that that's that. But you got to think, that kid is 50% the other person. It's not just you, it's, it's also the other person. They have that person's genes, that family's genes, and nothing is as powerful as genetics. So you just can't just, you just can't go out and have a kid. You got to make sure you have it with somebody that you want to have a kid with. It can't just be somebody that, you know, you just, you just can't want to have a kid and just go have one because you're making a human being, you're making a life. So you need to make sure that you make it with someone who you feel like would be a good mother to that baby. Or if you're a girl, vice versa. Have a kid with someone who you feel like would be a good father to that baby. Because it's this kid's life. It's, you got to think about your kid. you got to think about your kid's parents. And But I kind of got off on a tangent there. It's funny to me that people want to judge me. For not having a kid because they have one. And like I said, and I'll say it again, I could give a rat's ass if I have a kid right now or not. It is not your decision to make. It is mine. And to be honest with you, I'm happy. And at the end of the day, all that matters is that you're happy. Okay? Your happiness is your everyday. How you live your life every single day is where true happiness comes in at. Now, there are moments in your life that will make you really happy. Maybe a good, maybe a good day with family. Maybe a, uh, a big event like a baseball game, basketball game, a concert. There's stuff out there that will make you happy. But true happiness is the every day that you live. Every single day. Enjoying the passage of time is the key to happiness. If you are enjoying your passage of time, then you are happy. So right now, I feel like that with a family, I don't know if I would enjoy that time all that much. Now, don't call me selfish for saying that because I'm just being honest with you. And at least I'm man enough to admit that. Eventually, I think I will be to a point where I will want to spend it with someone and have a family. I promise you. I'm sure that will come. It might not, but I'm sure it will. 
So I don't know why I got off on that, but I just wanted to. And it just happened. But anyway, happy 4th of July, everyone. Uh, It's the summertime. Not really much goes on in the summer besides baseball, the Reds. I'm a huge Cincinnati Reds fan. They suck. Uh, It's always difficult to watch the Reds and to be a fan of the Reds. I would love to see them do something, but we'll see. Uh, All the good TV shows have ended. Uh, So usually they try to play something in the summertime to like a new series to get you hooked on it. Or they'll, you know, so they'll start playing it in their fall lineup. But nothing like that's come out this summer. I have to brag about my favorite TV show that's on TV right now. This might be one of my favorite shows of all time. Better Call Saul. I have to brag on it. The season finale just happened. I just watched the last episode of season three. And boy, oh boy, did the hammer fall. That show is unbelievable. By far the best season yet, season three. Uh, If you haven't watched Better Call Saul, it is I feel sorry for you because you're a missing out on entertainment. It could bring joy to your life. It's amazing. Watch it. It's a spinoff from Breaking Bad. It's a prequel to uh, the Breaking Bad story. It follows the life of Saul Goodman, who was uh, at one point in time Jimmy McGill. And he is a struggling lawyer trying to make it in the business. It's an amazing show. And there's also another tangent that I've been uh want to kind of get off on and um, it deals with the n-word and I have a lot of black friends I wouldn't say a lot of black friends I have a couple black friends great wonderful people and they like to use the n-word however they do not like it when people from outside of uh, that race says it especially white people now I'm speaking for my friends now I would probably say it's a safe bet to say that the majority of African-American people don't like you to say the N-word if you are not African-American yourself. I think it is a word that should be banned from society altogether. I know that a lot of people in the black community like to take that word and flip-flop it into a word that is empowering to them and to change the meaning of what it used to be. It used to be a disgusting, filthy, racist meaning. And black people are wanting to keep the word around but change it to being a word that is used um, only by black people. Um, I don't think that word should be around for numerous reasons. Number one, I think it brings confusion. I think that uh, kids that hear this word in song lyrics, they hear this word from their favorite rappers... Um, they can get confused. They might think that they can sing this word because their favorite rapper sings this word. Or they think that they can say this word because uh, some of their friends say it. And then you have that confusion where some people in the black community are are okay with white people saying the word. Um, and then you have people who aren't okay with it. So uh, there's that. And then it can also still bring up, number two, it can still bring up a lot of hatred and violence. Because, again, you might have someone who feels like that they are comfortable enough to um, say it around some friends so they are confused to the point to where they think they can say it around um, other people in a friendly context. And they don't 
they might not understand that some black people have a zero tolerance from anyone saying that word outside of the black community. So that could result in rage and result in some type of violent behavior. It is, it's just uh, something that should not be uh, still around. And reason number three, the word brings up too much bad memories of uh, people who have died back in that era where slaves were brutally murdered and lynched. And uh, it's disrespectful to keep that word around. Some people who died, that was the last word they heard before they were lynched or hung or, or killed. And it's just disrespectful to keep that word around because of all the meaning that it uh, had. So I think that the word altogether should be, should be banned. Um, it also is a word that is, uh, still brings up segregation. Oh, we can say this word in the black community, but no one else can. That is segregation, and I don't agree with segregation at all. Why is it that uh, people would get upset if white people had their own word? And we went out and started saying that we are the only ones allowed to say this. It's not right, and I think it's a word that should be banished. Uh, I, I do, I do, I do. And I've ne- I'm not black, I never have claimed to be black, and I can't speak for black people, but I'm just speaking from a logical standpoint that it is a word that brings up a lot of anger and a lot of hate. And it's obvious that it still does because if it didn't, why would you get mad if someone said the word uh, outside of the black community? And they said it in a hateful context. They say it. They say the word because the word is forever alive. The word has not died down. I bet you, if that word, if the N word, was not around uh, uh, anymore, if it wasn't sung in lyrics, if it wasn't on TV, if the word was just not said and it was forgot about, um, it wouldn't be taught in the new generations. It wouldn't be a word that is still around. It would just be an old dead word. But the N-word is kept alive by the black community. And I just think it's just ridiculous that it's kept alive. I mean, the meaning now to the black uh, community, it might mean empowering. It might mean empowerment. uh, But I just think that it just brings up too much uh, confusion and controversy. And I think it should be a word that should be banned altogether. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for listening to the show. It's always a pleasure to always a pleasure to do the show and have you listen Uh, thank you for listening to all the random tangents that I went on today that's part of what this show is it's me doing random tangents and this was just an episode where I went off on a couple but ladies and gentlemen I'm Adam Banks thank you for listening to the show we'll see you in the next episode